Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the Lucky Me Podcast. It's your homeboy, Philosophical J with Lil Bro. What's hey, good, what's up? Yeah, uh, it's fight weekend. Yeah, man. Got to park it up a little bit, you feel me? Allegedly. Yes, sir, man. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> he said, "Hold on, hold on with the parking." What, what you mean by that, sir? Yeah, not for. I don't know. Even if you would, not for this one. I mean, you per- know, it's Percocets, Molly Percocets. That we it might never tried any. Sleep. I've never tried any of that shit. Okay. Me neither. Me neither. That was never my uh my scene. I know people who have, and you know, so yeah, me too. You know, yeah. you you made it. I don't know how you did. Hey, you it will make that. you feel good. You exactly, see? exactly, exactly. Everybody chasing uh, Doctor Feelgood or whatever Holly Berry was talking about in Monster Ball. <laughs> hey, man! But uh, we are here to discuss mixed martial arts, uh, specifically UFC 281. <clears throat> Excuse me. Live from uh, this is Madison Square Garden, right? Uh, I hope not. Is this? Yeah, bro, this is New York card, November. Nah. You off of, what are you talking about? It just don't that don't feel like that don't feel like bro. This is Madison Square Guard card, bro. What are you off of, bro? They, it's MSG. Wow, they put that in MSG. It's November, bro. They I only know, go twice. But usually, a year. but usually like they do MSG right. They did. You got two title fights. What are you talking about? You got the biggest star in the game right now. We call that in the company. He's not the biggest star in the company. No, but that co-man's a title fight. They trying to build a star. Okay. Come on, bro. You talking about a country with the largest population in the world? She's a star already. I'm I'm talking fool. I'm talking about the co-man. I have no issue towards uh, the the champion. I mean, sorry, the person who's going to be champion after tomorrow. Or after Saturday. I have no problem Bro, against them. I I'm, think they're I'm spectacular. Talking, I'm talking about the women's straw weight. That's what I'm talking about, too. I have no the problem. The challenger. I'm talking no, about that's no, the market. No, no. That's, that's what the, you're talking I'm about. The challenger. I'm talking about Cookie Monster? Yeah. No, I'm not talking. Shut up, fool. Stop trying to be cute. The people you don't know. The, oh, Bro, listen. They okay. don't know what you're talking about. We don't line it up. Most oh, of these okay. motherfuckers don't even know. Yeah. If I say if I say mixed martial arts, they don't even know what I'm talking about. That's true. All right. Say, Let me get know, in my. I'm saying we gotta we gotta we gotta give them we gotta enlighten them first. Then we can go with our jokes and shit. You know. What I'm saying? My, let me put on my uh my my historian bag for him. No, I'm just saying though. I knew what you was talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't give the joke up. I did. Yeah. Just, you gotta let them know what the fuck we talk about first. The so, co-main. Yeah, the co-main event. They trying to build a star. Yes. Right. For China. Like, well, exactly. Which is what happened with Rose when she knocked out Yuana in mm-hmm. New York. Yes. Right. It's, that's what they use. They're using the New York platform to either uh, make a bigger star or build a star. So that's what I've noticed they've been doing there, which is when you look at the people on the card, it's pretty much what they're doing. Hey, with that competition in there tonight, they're going to build one. They're going to build one real fast. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, finally got a, a car that's something to cheer about, something to be excited about to see. 
Oh, Dan Hooker on this? Okay, then we can go look through it. You, go didn't, through, even, you didn't even it. look at them. Look at let's you. go through it. Let's go through it. Let's That's the first fight on the uh on the main card, by the way. I want to get his ass gonna get smoked, bro. Oh yeah. I wanna say though, before we even get to the main card, like talking about the undercard real fast, but we even get well, up. We there. always we yeah. always do. I was gonna ask yeah. you what intrigued you. Remember, remember when Carolina first came into the UFC, Carolina Kowal, whatever. I swear that was the first thing that KK, I, that was the first thing I thought about. So to everyone who doesn't know, uh, Carolina Kowalki, I'm going to just call her uh, K-Walk. I don't know. We Everybody call her KK. I don't <laughs> know what her last name is. It's some Polish. But uh, so she was a fighter uh, in the strawweight division. She came out like a... It was probably around, like, I want to say, she's always been fighting, but she was in a kickboxer first. And she came from uh, Poland. And her one claim to fame was beating Joanna Dutchajic back when she was in uh, Poland. That was her one claim to fame. Yeah. And then she jumped over to the UFC, and she was beating ass for a little bit. Yeah. And until, then she ran to Until Joanna got her face broke up. <laughs> then beat the fuck out of her. And she was a pretty face, too. So they was really trying to put money behind it because they was oh, like, yeah. yeah, pretty face white woman who don't speak the with language. The, with the blonde hair, though. Yeah, that's key. yeah, yeah. That's key, you know what yeah, I'm saying? she was like, Joanna had the brown hair. And it, yeah. was, it ain't as appealing on the that's posters as saying. that blonde hair, you know. That's what I'm saying. So they was trying to build a star, and then they they thought they did, but then she ran to Joanna and got beat up. And then after she got beat up by Joanna, she never came back. Like it was it. Like there was no coming back from that. Like it was one and done. Speaking of one and dones, though, on the same card, another one and done name, another name that remember when we was they was putting that cast that. That cash behind him and the M, he I used to call him uh, Big M because he had the hairline like an M. Uh, Dominic Reyes, man, Dominic Reyes, bro. Dominic Reyes. They used he knocked out. They had, the list of people he had knocked out. It was like okay, like he knocked out. Uh, oh, what's my guy's name? Who used to be a middleweight champion? Before Luke Rockhold took it from him. I'm doing it. No. Before Luke Rockhold beat him for the belt. Who Bisman got it from? No, who Luke Rockhold beat for the belt. Luke for the UFC title. Yes. He didn't beat Bisbing. Wideman? Wideman. He knocked yeah, out Wideman. Yeah, he knocked out Chris. And we was like, okay, like, what does that mean? Shit, when he was acting like his knee was bald. Yeah, he knocked out Chris Wyman. And then he ran to the brick wall that we called John Jones. And he had a fight. He fought hard. And everybody was like, John, John lost that fight, Dominic Ray. That was the last fight John Jones had. Uh, it was an ugly display from John. Then, then what happened with Reyes' next fight? He got knocked the fuck out. Like, it was so bad. It was bad. But who did it? You got to tie it to this card. Oh, uh, was that my was Polish power the, on this card? No, he's not on the card, no. but it's the only person to beat Izzy in the, in the UFC. Remember, yeah. he went up 205 yeah, to Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Jan knocked him the fuck out into the front row. He was... At, 
at 205. Yes. Well, not, not Reyes, but is Yeah. And then uh, Reyes never was the same after that. Like, you don't hear nothing about Reyes. They threw my mans to the side. Like, he was nothing. It was it was sad to see. But it's just it's crazy seeing, like, them two names on here, knowing where they were at a point and seeing where they are now in their careers when they can't even get on the main card. Especially Reyes, because that wasn't that long ago. That was, like, 2019. 2018, this, this nigga's, man, he looks like the Latinos now. But I'm going to jump back to KK real quick because that's the tie-in to the co-man with the strollway, right? Like, what y'all don't understand is the first ever strollway, strollway title was between Cookie Monster and uh, Thug Rose, you feel me? Yes. Like, like you said, I Whoop Cookie Monster ass, first round TKO took the strap. That's when KK came over. Like, she been around for a long ass time. Uh, in fact, the night that Cookie Monster lost that first title defense, that same card, the main card was the last time Showtime held the belt because he got fucking ran through by uh, RDA. Yeah. Literally, that was the yeah. fight. Yeah. Yeah. I was at uh I was at a Hooters down river watching this shit. In greasy ass wings. Hey man, mind your business. <laughs> just say it. I'm just saying. En- enjoying the fights is what I was doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you you said you said titties and breasts. <laughs> the best combination. <laughs> hey man, slow down, bro. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. Slow down, my man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Slow down. I'm 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 slow. I'm slow. So, but now I just wanted to bring that up because that's important to note. KK, just like Cookie Monster, leads it to another fighter that we have in the main card. A fighter has been around a long time. They got a farewell fight. Uh, my man Frankie Edgar. We gonna get to him in a minute. I just wanted to bring that up. It's kind of giving people some uh, background. Because I believe if KK loses, which there's a pretty flipping good chance she does, I think she's going to also retire. Saying that uh, 2022, man, who knew we was going to have this many retirements? Like, it's been wild. Like, damn near, damn near every pay-per-view, we've been getting a fighter fucking retiring. Like, either inside the cage or you know, a day or two later. Like, it's been wild, bro. So, on this car, we know for sure this is Frankie Edgar's last fight. Oh, yeah. He, well, yeah. he said it. You know what I'm saying? He said it. No, this is not a matter of us uh, putting him out the pasture. This oh, is okay. him. This is him saying this is his last fight. So, Good. we know that. But like I brought up KK, honestly, I could see as far as leaving if she loses, depending on how she loses. But I don't think she would retire. I just think I she would. I could see it, though. Yeah. She married now, got other interests. Yeah. I could see it. Not saying mm-hmm. she would, but we'll get to that later. Um, speaking of the ladies, Molly McCain, they did not do her any help. Molly McCain is going to get beat down versus Aaron Blanchfield. Like, the, she's going to get hurt. Yes. Bad. Yeah. So if you guys want to see some carnage, definitely check out. Yeah. <laughs> definitely check out uh, Aaron Blanchfield, Molly McCain. Like, yeah, it's gonna get bad, bro. 
It's not going to be a good one. It's not going to be a good one. But, you know, they trying. Now, the main event of the prelims, Brad Riddle. Remember this? Oh. What? Remember remember Morcano, too? That's the... Yeah, I do. Damn. It feel like... No, let me... This is a bigger thing. It feel like this year, in particular, like you said earlier, but this feels like the end of an era. Like, this feels like the door closing on one era and it opening on another one. Like Brazilian MMA, you think it's over? Could be. Oh, shit. Bro, all they got right now is Emmanuel. You figure that out. Yeah. They got shit else. That's it. Why, That's it, bro. Why Why put, why I thought Chito Vera was one of them? I can see that though, bro. No, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, no, they just got that's tough. That's wild yeah. because this ain't never happened to Brazil. They usually be having 15 straight. Yeah. But I, with uh Moicano, like what I do like about the fight is that he's back at lightweight. He's out of that world welterweight class. Like that shit. Mm-hmm. Hey. Not for you. Shot for the sun. And you ain't even make it to the moon, son. So, I mean, you shot for the sun, you fell short of the moon. Yeah, you didn't even make it to the park. You brought your ass back down to lightweight, which is where I believe he belongs. Mm-hmm. Had a couple, his last couple fights with some wars. Um, you guys got to remember this dude started at featherweight. Like, he fucking fought all the way up to fucking uh, welterweight. We landed back at lightweight. I think he'll be fine here. But I, I see this being a bloody battle. And uh, yeah, man, I got my man Moicano in a fucking. I think it's gonna be fifteen minutes of fucking fireworks. This this one could be fight of the night. It's up there because I'm looking at the rest of the car. Like I'm not no fight is really jumping out to me. Well, it's a few for me. This is one. one. Yeah, there's one. There's two that are jumping out for me. But uh, yeah, so I I I can see that. That's a nice one to put your uh little. No, it's not. I was gonna say put your money on, but the the odds is straight down the middle. Negative 120 and negative 105. So. And that's because Marcano coming back to lightweight. We ain't seen him down in a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw what he looked like at the featherweight. Right. Um, he the favorite. Shit. I mean, he be out of a featherweight. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't fucking trash. Yeah. You know, but he clearly was draining himself. Man. Welterweight was obviously too much, so. He's back a lightweight. Hopefully, Eve is our we'll see. It's just tough. Like, that lightweight division is at a weird, like, ain't nowhere to go, my brother. Man, lightweight is where it's always been, bro. Yeah. No yeah. fighter has no fighter has yet to have more than three title defenses. That's lightweight. That's what makes it so exciting. Don't disrespect the number two greatest fighter of all time. All right, so I'm gonna move past that statement. So let's get to the make. <laughs> also, for people that don't know, uh, DC put out a whack ass top five fighters of all time list, and he put uh, Habib at number two. So, man, first and foremost, that shit was mixed. Yeah, mixed martial arts and oh boxing. yeah, and, and boxing. Got... Now we not doing that. <laughs> he put he put Habib over uh, Muhammad Ali. Come on, man. This man's crazy. <laughs> he ain't put John Jones on the list because he's still mad. 
It was almost 10 years ago, friend. Let it go. Hey, you know what I just heard in my head when you said that? What? Somewhere, John, somewhere in America, John Jones is saying, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> Good money. I can see that. I can see that. Or he said that's why I, or he could have said that's why I fought your bitch. But uh moving on to the main card, uh we're gonna Damn. get <laughs> real life. We're gonna get to the main card. So to me, the main card is actually not that bad looking at it on paper, but these ones usually end up being ones where it look good on paper, except for one fight where I'm like, they these guys, I know how they fight, they gonna throw hands. But yeah, something stupid gonna happen. Yeah, but for the rest sure. of these, I'm kind of like, ah. Like, for Dan Hooker versus, I don't know who my man's is. Violence. This Dan is the one. Dan Hooker's done to me, bro. Honestly, I, I would like to see the guy retire. They gonna kill Dan Hooker enough. <laughs> I mean, he back at lightweight, bro, but they basically put him in the gatekeeper spot. Like, Look, you're he done, not, son. is over. He's not one of them gatekeepers. Like how uh, Cowboy was like a gatekeeper where like Cowboy can fight too and it would be like a, like it might be a tough fight and stuff, but it's like Cowboy ain't going to kill you out there. This Hooker, Hooker's fights is ugly all the time. Like he's never had a fight where I'm like, oh, that was a clean. And it's always, he's on the side of the one that's getting the ass whooping. Like I've never seen a Hooker give somebody else an ass whooping. It's always they beat the shit out of Hooker, but he keep getting up. So I think that's right. what's going to happen in this fight. Hooker just going to keep getting up. Even though he's the betting favorite for some reason, I still think just because people don't know who this man is, I think he's going to beat up Dan Hooker because it's pretty easy to beat up Dan Hooker. And yeah, you know, I hope this is the one where he take them gloves off and put them down. But I also think, you know, he probably feel like my guy is, you know, kind of going off right now, so I can't leave the camp. But, you know, there's other ways to be a part of the camp than what Dan Hooker is doing. So, yeah, we'll see. But it's going to be violence. That's going to be a fun one to watch. That's going to be a bloody ball. That's going to be a bleed one. You know? Violence. I might bring violence. Out, I might bring it. out my tap out shirt for that one. You know? Violence, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next fight, got your boy, Chris, get the ass. Mm-hmm. First, Frankie, the answer, Edgar. The last fight, man. This is it. He's uh fighting that band on weight, one thirty five. We know. Okay, look, here's my question. OG been around a while, so here's my question to you. At what point did you like when you when did you become introduced to Frankie Edgar? Um, like, at what point in his career? The main time, like I had already like heard of Frankie because of like even before I was hardcore to him, it was like through the games and stuff. Like Frankie was always there, but like when I came in, came in like when I was really into MMA, I caught like when I'm watching all the time was I caught Frankie at that point where he had uh, he was facing off. He was he was a featherweight, so he was trying oh, the to Aldo ch- fight. It was when he was chasing Aldo. Chasing that Aldo, yeah, yeah, that's when I caught Frankie. And it was when he was chasing Aldo, like he was good. Aldo really? was way better. Like it was like a yeah. It was a you were, remember they fought UFC two hundred. People forget on the gold yes. match. Yes, it, that was their second time, and Aldo did what he did to him the first time. That's how Aldo I, won that I belt hit back. You, I hit you, and you can't hit me back. That's yep. how that shit go. Yep. 
I think he uh, that was a fight. He broke leg kicks back out a little bit for everybody. Yeah, he like, won a couple. Yeah. Had yeah. to slow that man down because Frankie be moving. Me, bro, like I learned about Frankie Edgar. Duh. Around the same time, I learned about Showtime. So I told you I'm a WEC guy. So both of them was on a, a MTV special. I think it was called I Want to Be a Fighter or I mm. Want to Be a, a MMA Fighter, something to that effect. Yep, it's the old MTV show. You probably YouTube. It might be out. But uh, like I got to learn a lot of, you know, about his background and about uh, my man Showtime. You know, they followed him around. Like, I, had, you know, started watching him then. Uh, but like I said, I remember, like, his first fight versus Max Griffin. He was getting whooped. Then he ended up pulling that shit out. I mean, I remember this man was undefeated. Uh, like, a big part of his career. BJ Penn became the lightweight champion. Beat him up. Yeah. Uh, had those three fights with Gray Manor. The Classic. one where he was, the one he was getting whooped, and he fucking picked his ass up, slammed him, came back. The Still third fight, lose that. Fucking crazy, bro. Uh, just yeah, always been a fan of Frankie, man. Uh, in fact, like for a long time, I was calling for Faber and Frankie to fight. And when they actually fought, I didn't want to fight because it was too late for Faber. Like I knew he was gonna lose. Frankie mm-hmm. didn't knock him out, but he beat him. Uh, but for a long time, I thought those were the two best lighter weight fighters ever. Like, hey, to jump in too, yeah. To fans that don't know, like if you're not familiar with Frankie Edgar, Frankie Edgar is a short dude, like very short. Uh, Frankie, for the most, like a good bit when he first got to the UFC because they didn't have lower divisions, he was a lightweight. He was a lightweight. So he Light was not his up, weight class. Beating up guys that he shouldn't have been beating up. Like he was. Oh. Way too small for that division, and he was champ. He, he was he dominated was for a good little bit. He beat up uh, who a lot of people at that time was considering like the could be the future greatest of all time, uh, BJ Penn. Uh, Phenom, the Phenom, yes, the prodigy, the yes, Phenom, sir. all that, yes, and uh, yeah, and he just Frankie has a career where he's always been like smaller. In the weight class, like no matter what weight class, until he got to me, <clears throat> until he got to one thirty-five, I felt like he was always hey, just, just a so late, guy. though. Yeah, it is. It was so real late. late. If he would have got there like at his prime, I would have been really interested to see how he went up against the guys that was there in their primes. You know, Dom and all them. But right. uh, yeah, I feel like it's sad to me because it's the last time we're going here kicking the door. And hey, you know, I was about to go there. Yeah. All right, man. So here it is, little bro. I need to know. Top three best walkouts in MMA. Kicking the doors for sure, then. That's up Where? there. I might put it at two or three. My one, without a doubt, is run this town. Aldo. Man, Aldo. crazy. Crazy. Anytime you hear that, ain't nothing, ain't nothing better than that. Yeah. Uh, Conrad until, is until Conrad. Bones Bones stole it, he jacked it. Yeah, it, it was it was an Aldo thing for sure, especially when he's fighting in Brazil. Exactly, like yeah, King of Rio, baby. Uh, Conor has some good ones, but uh, he never. The issue with Conor was when he was doing his, he never like finished it correctly. Like he will always go like. He'd go into Notorious and then spin it to the IRL shit. Like, nah, right, bro. Right. Like, yeah. ride it out. Like, flip it if you're going to do that. Uh, John has some good ones. You know, I'm going to go with my number. I'm going to go number two. Like, John Jones, just the entire thing. Any, like, 
if I remember his was the uh besides run this town. Didn't he do the champions here? Wasn't that him? Yeah, he did that for a little bit. Yeah, that and it's just I feel like John's energy at the time because he was off them drugs. Man, going crazy. Unrivaled. Yeah, unrivaled. Yeah. I enjoy it. every time John came out was a fucking it was a moment. So them my top ones, but kicking the door, I'll put that at two. I'm gonna put that at two. That is something. It's just actually take John out. Throw California Love in there. You're okay. our favorite California yes, Love. Sir. I'm yeah. gonna do kicking the door. Run this town. Don't three like those songs are those fighters. Like to the point yeah. where, whenever somebody, what's my man's name who was fucking with Frankie, uh, in the in that division who had just who had beat him before he got knocked out with the knee. Uh, in what division? Uh, Bantamweight. He knocked Frankie out with a knee. Uh, it's the other one, 35. Uh, you talking about the Sam, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Remember, Sam, when, hey. remember when he fought Frankie, he came out to yeah. give me the loot? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, to the fact good. that yeah. you had to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much them songs is, like, that fighter. That, to me, is what makes it a great interest. When the song becomes you, like when people just associate that song with you, that's to me the marks of a great entry. All right, so for me, I would have to go kicking the door at three. Uh, specifically, though, specifically, and I don't remember if he had it before this, but I'm gonna just speak to when, like, the night that I actually popped on the song. Was the night was the first time I bet against Frankie Edgar. He was fighting my favorite WEC lightweight of all time, Benson Smooth Henderson in Japan. Mm. Mm. When they came out in Japan, bro, that shit like listen, I'm at B Dub, damn near standing on the chair, rapper every lyric is quiet as fuck. People like what the fuck, no, bro. When kicking the door, come on. You got to go hamster. Number three, Frankie Edgar kicking the door. Number two, the California kid, California love. Especially when he was in California, because WEC, that's where that organization was from. Mm -hmm. Dog, listen, y'all don't know. UFC Fight Pass, I don't know if they show those entries how they used to be, like the right way, but y'all might want to check them shits out. They take them California out. kid, that fucking pop. Yeah, when you that, as soon as that California love, when that hit, yeah, that shit is amazing. Oh my Spectacular. Goodness, and it's and the, the perfect crowd, song the for The crowd go dumb. He be rapping and he all hype. But number one, when them lights go down, mm-hmm. okay, when mm-hmm. them fucking lights go down, and you hear DMX, ain't no sunshine when it's all. Okay, and the spider come out that junk. Hey, bro, you fucking knew what time it was when the mm-hmm. spider silver was coming out that bitch, bro. Yeah, that fucking lights going on. You just hear doom, boom, 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 boom. It's like this shit. He was like the Black Undertaker, bro. Like you knew it was going down. Like you fucking knew it was going down, man. Yes, sir. That was my. Yeah. That would be my top yeah. three. But I am with you on Aldo Run His Town. 
That's literally number four, bro. Like that same shit thing is, when them lights come down. It's crazy. And, it, and then you yeah. hear Alicia Keys coming, you know, okay, I know what the Alicia vibe Keys, is. Rihanna. Oh yeah, Rihanna. No. Wow. Yeah, Alicia you're Keys right. on New York. I got her mixed up in New York. My bad. Well, the, My bad. The songs are right by each other. So they are, yeah. That would that would throw yeah. you a bit. But I but uh, when you hear you Rihanna. Don't do, come to, don't do that no more. I won't. No, I'm never. I'm never. I'm you never think Izzy comes out to New York? That's a good idea. You think he come out to that? Honestly, jungle where dreams are made. I can see him coming out with Alicia Keys. I can see him doing that, but also, like, I feel like I, you got to think of a song like what's going to troll a little bit of the audience. So I don't think so. I think he's going to go for something a little more. Mama said, knock you up. I can see that. For Alex Perea. I can oh, see that. So, look, we ain't did this in a while, like picking people walkout songs. Mm hmm. So let's put that to the side, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. We talked yeah. about Frankie. Let's move on. This one should, this one on paper looks like the fight of the night. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, lightweight bout. Who you got? Uh, Dustin Poirier, because Michael Chandler gets hit too much. Where the problem is Michael Chandler really needs to win this fight. He and he does hit like a fucking brick. Like there's not it's, many people that hit that hard. That first round, he's super explosive, right? The problem yeah. is the problem he's gonna run into as far as Mitch Martial Arts ability and overall skill. There's not many fighters that do it better than Dustin Poirier. That's the problem Chandler gonna have into having. He's gonna run into something. This is gonna be OVA for him. Like that's I, what's gonna happen. I feel like in that division right now, there's like three guys, or no, there's four guys that are just better than Michael Chandler, which is unfortunate, but it's like him, Justin Gaethje, and uh, Islam, and Charles Oliveira. They're just better. Yeah, they're just better, bro. Yeah, so, it's yeah. unfortunate for him. If he would have came earlier, maybe, but at the same time, I don't, you know, I don't say nothing about him for not jumping over earlier because get your coin, my son. But, I mean... I think Dustin Poirier is probably like the top three in that division right now, but honestly might I, be top two, but he just won't fight for a belt. I mean, I agree with you. And oh, honestly, Michael Chandler, you are the right favorite. You're the same girl. Your old organization was that shit, you know, and you're not no more. You're still talented. People still love you. You got somewhat of a following, um, pretty big following, you know, uh, but he needs his fight. Hey. He needs his fight. That's not. Um, you want to know why I disagree on why he need. He does not need this fight. Yes, because he does. no. Look at it this way: Who is the UFC going to use for Black History Month? Oh, stop, Think about bro. it. Think stop, about that, bro. though. Who are they putting on those commercials if it's not Michael Chandler and his two black children? I thought he had one. He probably got a second one now. If he ain't got one now. He oh my to. god! You know they, you know it's, you know he probably got second on the way, but that moves on to our co-main event of the night, which is Carla Cookie Monster Esparza versus Welly Zane. Uh, Carla Esparza is a American fighter coming straight out of. America basically. Uh she was the very first woman strawweight champion 
way, 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 way back in the day when the division first started. Carla Esparza beat up, as we mentioned earlier, Rose. Uh, yeah, Rose. And it was a fight where everyone thought that Rose was going to win, but she didn't. And she lost to Cookie Monster, which is what they call her, Cookie Monster, Carla Esparza. And then Carla Esparza then went on to get beat up by Joanna uh, Champion, of course. And then Carla kept going on. And uh, her, her entire career is just like she gets beat up by the most random people. like, And then she faces Rose and beats Rose for the championship. Did and she? then she get What you talking Like the second time? Well, man. She did. She won- they had a stare down, bro. Like, no, you she did. To, remember, you said they had a shit as a kid. Whoever bleak first loses, that's yeah. what. That no, matches. no, but she she beat Rose. I'm, I'm, I agree, but the point was they both just stared at each other, and I'm who's fault disappointed. I'm disappointed in exactly. the former champ. In the former well, champ, that's all I'll say. I'm tired of her, so she can go away for a while. But who, Thug Rose? Yeah, don't do that, that bro. Take don't your L and walk away. Take your L and walk she away. She did don't, that. Don't do what you're doing right then. now. She got on here talking about, no, I thought I won that fight. I thought I did this. Like, no, bro. You lost. You clearly lost that fight. It's that white privilege, man. Take you and white R. Kelly and go somewhere else. I'm man. sick of it. I'm sick of y'all. He white can't coach and, and you lose to the dumbest of people. So I'm not trying to hear. And then you won't take your L. Take your L in peace and walk away. Everybody know how to take it. Even Connor's stupid ass know how to take an L. Take an L. Ooh. You know the Irish guy. He hey, know how to bro, take that, an L. That's not all he taking these days. Hey, hey, but Usada, how's he not part of the pool no more? That's what I don't get. They took him out. He's so fucking special. This man pumped up. Cash, but I will say, <laughs> look at it this way: this fight is. The the last stand for Rose Nami Unit. She needs Willie Zane to win this fight because I know for the fact that if she does win this fight, the UFC could then find a way to like scoot scoot Carl out the way and then put them again, put them together again. Cause it's like you're the only person to beat Willie Zane twice. So we can have y'all fight and go. Well, they're, well they're gonna they're gonna go to Andre uh Next, Andre. Next, okay. Don't forget about her. Yeah, true. You that, right. You right. That's where they're going next. Yeah, but I'm still her, saying they're going with her and Zang next. Remember that fight ended prematurely in the first round. It was crazy. True. She ran through her, but those two, she's a fucking powerhouse. You want that? Like, uh, you want a strong female champion that powers through opponents, which is what people Zang. like. Yeah, and, and same thing with Andrade, Jessica Andrade. Like people like Carnage, so that will be the next <laughs> next row. If she, if she wins, excuse me, if she wins, because Carla the champ for a reason. She you know she Allegedly. made it back. No, 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 bro. Let's let's be real, bro. Let's, let's be respectful a little bit. I heard you giving a little bit of our history. You know, the truth truth is, she no. Think about it, bro. Like real talk. You got to okay. respect somebody that was at the top, was knocked to the bottom. Held at the bottom, but somehow, somehow, some way, crawl themselves back up. You gotta respect it. You gotta respect it's it. It's the one person that she can beat for sure. Like it's built it doesn't for matter. her to win that fight. It doesn't matter. She's the only person 
who rose cannot be. And I'll give it to her that she did. Katie, but I'm not going to give her like the, the, oh, like, good job on you. When you. She literally beats nobody else. Like, she don't beat Zane. She doesn't. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see fight, Bro, look how many fights we're she gonna had see. to get back. She and had you're to right. That's sure. what I'm saying. So be respectful. Sure, she's champion Be right respectful. Now. Not that. Fuck the champ part. Just be, be to- respectful. Okay. Be respectful of her journey. I'm respectful of her journey up until November 12th. The journey. Okay. Can, I'm picking against her as well. I'm happy. I'm going to respect her I journey. can't wait till November 12th comes, and then we don't have to talk about her again. She can go back to, you know, eating cookies and being a mother. Duh, and that's up, what bro. I think it could be. And I think she can, she can be like a fly-ass like announcer or something. I ain't never heard her talk, but I think she could do it. She got history, two-time woman strawweight champion. How many strawweight champions have there been? Four? She got two of them. Literally. Her, Rose, Joanna, Willie Zane. That's it. That's and she done won that belt twice. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, what's her? What's Shorty name? Who? Wait. No, Jessica Draw. She didn't get it. So no, no she didn't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's four. No, she did. No, she did. Oh, yeah, she did. Rose. I'm saying I'm like in my mind I'm like I know it's been five. Yeah. So when you start counting, I was just like, but yeah, anyway. yeah, it's only been five, so she'd be perfect, and she was the first mm-hmm. one. She's perfect for it, and it's about mm-hmm. time she didn't been fighting for way too long. You know what I'm saying? Most of the people from her group is gone, besides Rose. Well, no, most of the people are still there, but it's just time. It's time. If she loses it this time, they're not giving her another title shot. That shit is over with. Well, we saw that last time. Yeah, because you can tell somebody, that must have been something that somebody else came up with. I know Danny ain't come up with this. This must have been, what's my man's name, Sean? This must have been Sean. Said, hey, we're going to put these two together. And Daniel's like, cool, because, you know, he don't really run the company too much anymore. He just kind of talked. So, yeah, you know, salute to them. New York. You're going to get a fun one, hopefully, because Willie Zane, the one thing about her is, unlike most other fighters, she consistently pressures her opponents, and Carla doesn't do well with pressure. So we're going to get to see it at least. It's going to happen. But I got Zane winning this, and I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. I think it's a win by, I'm going to go ahead kick KO. No, I'm going to go knee. Because I think she's going to try to wrestle her. She's going to catch a knee. Yeah, seeing Zang, she just picked up fucking uh, um, the heavyweight champ. Fucking, uh... damn, bro, help me up. Cameroon. Oh, oh fucking, uh, 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 what's yeah, her name? Uh, Francis Ngannou. Yeah, picked this big ass up like he was yeah, nothing. she built like in a horse in the waist down. Oh, so what you trying to say? You trying to grab her from the waist down? Huh? Don't laugh. How much the price of tea costs in China nowadays? I don't know, bro. That's a good question. <laughs> I might have to find. <laughs> but so yeah, you know. What Can I'm we saying? get to the main event, please, bro? Now the main event: Alex yes, Pereira versus yeah. Israel Adesanya. Yes, sir. Uh, this is their third fight. They fought two times before in uh kickboxing, glory kickboxing one time. And then they fought another time before that. Uh, Pereira is the only person who has ever beaten Izzy twice, and Izzy still has never beat Alex Pereira. 
So this is the UFC's chance to see if they can recreate that magic here and have Alex Pereira and Izzy fight. And hopefully he'll be the one to pressure Izzy and, and take him out. Because I feel like that's what they want right now because uh, the UFC does not like champions who don't knock out their opponents every single fight. So, yeah, that's the moment. And Alex Pereira is a guy who has cements. I, I, no, he has two rocket launchers for hands. Uh, he has one of those things where if it touches your face, it's you're out. You're going to sleep. We shall... Sean Strickland go right back to Reddit and incel Twitter right after he got knocked out. So I think this one might be it. Uh, I say all that to say this. Izzy is going to beat this man. And the only reason I say that is because Izzy's going to point fight against him. He's going to point fight him to death. And he, I don't think he's going to let Alex or Pereira touch him. I think he's going to stay kind of far away. Kick them legs, you know, maybe coming for a jab every now and then. But I don't think he's going to be really aggressive. But I also could be wrong because he was kind of aggressive against... No, nah, I take that back. I was going to say he was aggressive against Costa, but Costa just... Izzy's a counter-striker. So we're going to see if Prayer counter or throws something wild and gets caught. But I think Izzy wins this one. And then from there, I honestly don't know where he goes to with this middleweight division because this this kind of he cleaned it out. So I was listening to the corner podcast talk about this fight car. And when they got to the main car, uh Andres Hill and Kel Dansby, uh they were talking about, I believe it's Andreas said that this fight is important to Izzy because Afterward, he'll either be Anderson Silva or he'll be Chris Weidman. Mm. And I was like, I, I'm like, damn, I hear you there, bro. Like, okay. Um, he's approaching Anderson Silva's uh, middleweight records because that's where everybody chasing the GOAT, you know what I'm saying, that pertains to that division. Uh, hell, even the Uzman. Uh, Silver 16 fight win streak to begin a uh, UFC career. Usman was right there with 15, and he had a fucking minute left to go in the fight and got fucking head kicked to hell. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so everybody's chasing Silver. And uh, Adesanya is one of them. And I did like the analogy uh, as it pertains to Pereira, but this is, I would go a little different direction with the opponent. Cause they talked about Chell Sonny. Mm-hmm. Actually, this reminds me of when the UFC went and got, they had just purchased Pride and they bought Dan Henderson, the double champ from Pride. At the time, he was both the middleweight and lightweight champion in Pride. I know y'all people, UFC uh, uh, stands, y'all just think MMA is all about UFC. Oh, pause. No. Jay, what is pride? That's what I'm getting at. Is that a month? Yeah, it is. That's not until month. Okay. So pride is uh, pride fighting uh, Japan. Old school shit, man. Y'all definitely check that out because most of y'all UFC uh, champions came from pride. And to be honest, quite frankly, if you look back in the history of the UFC, most of those great champs that y'all like 
a lot of them came from other organizations that the UFC bought out. And, you know, that's kind of what made the UFC dope is they do their best to bring the best fighters in the world by hook or crook to their organization. You know, you either go fucking sign with us or we'll just buy your whole company. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Saying that, uh, I remember, because I'm a big, huge uh, Silver fan, obviously. Silver actually fought in Pride. A couple fights over in Pride. Um, but I remember when they bought in Dan Henderson. Uh, All-American wrestler, the H-bomb, the heavy right hand. Uh, like I say, hold both belts in Pride. Like, the fucking man. Be Vanderlei Silva, fucking Rampage, all these guys, man. Dude's a fucking killer. Shogun. Some great fights over there, you know. Against some of the greatest guys in the world. And now you got this killer in Anderson Silva mowing through the fucking UFC, mowing down the competition. But it's like, okay, who is he going to fight? We got to find somebody to stand up against this man. So they brought in Dan Henderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever felt a real threat towards Silva. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're back in that moment right now. So what are you going to do, young man? Adesanya, what do you want to do? I'm listening to interviews. I heard you on The Pivot. Good interview. Check that out. Uh, I heard you, bro. I heard you on some other things. I'm listening. Uh, I agree with you. I pick Izzy, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, I always keep it funky. I'm excited for the fight. I expect it to be a fucking snooze fest. And that's the truth. But I, when I say a snooze fest, I say that to you. Uh, what's the fucking word that I'm looking for? Casual. You casual fans, it'll be a snooze fest. But to us, it should be a very technical fight because I see two guys that know what the other guy's capable of. Um, we know their strengths and weaknesses. And like you mentioned, Izzy's a counterfighter. Uh, Perea, he likes to put a little bit of pressure. We've seen him go for takedowns recently. So we see him kind of uh, building all that shit into his game, but I'm really anxious to see uh, what layer Izzy unveils now. Similar to Anderson Silva, you know. That was a fight where, back to Dan Henderson fight, Dan Henderson does what the fuck he does, right? Took his ass down, held him down there the whole time in the first round. The whole fucking first round, I'm like, yeah. But that second round start, and like every round start out on the feet. He got his ass clipped, and that's you know, Silver wrapped his ass up, took his bag, and choked him out. Right? Who's gonna show a new layer to their game in this fight? And I'm challenging Adesanya to peel back a new layer, man. Show us some shit we ain't seen before. And mm-hmm. I'm going with Adesanya in this fight by uh, UD, and I hope I'm wrong. I think I'm 50-50 on it as well because I look at it as a the Dan Henderson like situation, that's a perfect, you know, that's a perfect one. I also look at it as a uh in my like, you know, newer eyes, I look at it as and for more recent fans who might not know like, you know, those older rivalries from back in the day. I'll throw at y'all like a newer one that would just like this one guy we knew, like he was chasing them. And then when he finally got to get his hands on, it didn't go that way that he thought it was going to go, which would be 
He ended up getting the belt though, but uh, it'll be Francis Ngannou versus Stipe. Stipe won. Remember the first time the UFC was pushing the shit out of Francis. Francis was knocking yeah. everybody out, and then he got in there with Stipe, and we got to see what Stipe really showed, and that was the wrestling. Stipe started. He wrestled the shit out of him that fight. He said, "You know what? I'm taking good buddy down. I'm not dealing with this shit this whole fight." Now. The way that the camp is set up, you know, uh, you know, the sit, the saying that, you know, uh, iron sharpens iron and stuff like that. I hope that Izzy, I've seen uh, Volk evolve his game consistently. They're right. in the same training camps together. I feel like Izzy has gotten to a point where he's, uh, he's gotten a lot of times too good for the division. And that's weird to say, but it's like there's a point where a lot of fighters get where they just get too good where a lot of times they fall into a point where they say, well, why am I going to risk losing my belt when I know I could, especially a striker? Like, there's no reason for me to risk losing my belt, so I'm going to just do what I need to do to win. Like, you know, GSP or even like uh, uh my guy, uh, Oh my God, Silva! Silva's done it a few times before. When he fought, uh, what's that backpack dude? When he fought him, Damian Maya. Yeah, but before fought. that, uh, don't forget the light ass fight. That was the first one. Yeah, he's kind of sometimes you point fight your way out of it. GSP does it, <clears throat> did it for most of his career at a point after he got knocked out. Izzy, I feel like you've gotten you got knocked out once by this guy and then you got beat up another time so he probably is like oh, I know I'm at a different point than when I was then but I don't know what the evolution of Izzy becomes at that point like I don't see him you know being like some wrestler guy like even for George like George added wrestling to it like George wasn't like some like outstanding wrestler before the UFC and then when he came in there his game switched he added a new whole thing of wrestling and that became what he fell on. I don't see that for Izzy, but I don't know if Izzy, I don't know if he can add like submissions to it, something to his game, or like something where he can find a way to keep a keep his opponent from a far away from him, but at the same time like still pressuring him. I think he should watch a, a good little bit of old Aldo footage because I feel like old Aldo is where his game should be at. Like in the future, Aldo got to a point where he was. It felt like Aldo was finding the Matrix. Like he could tear you up with your legs. He'd tear your legs up to slow you down, and then from there he's like picking you apart. But he was still explosive. Right. I feel like Izzy has completely just stopped being explosive, and he, he kind of just kicks you in the leg a bunch of times. He's kind of waiting on his opponent to force him to fight. But the reason why I'm not for sure this is going to be a decision situation is I think Pereira is going to force him to fight because Pereira needs his belt. Like, he feels probably like he needs this. I got to win this belt. Like, this is something I need to do. And it's against this guy. I already don't like this guy. I can beat this guy. I've proved it to myself that I can beat this guy. So I feel like he's going to pressure Izzy to see, like, where is he at currently? Because, I mean, when you face a lot of, like, bullshit opponents after a while, like, your game kind of 
slow us down a little bit on how good you are. You're not as, as sharp as you was before. So I want right. to see, like, how how sharp is he this time? Can you dodge these certain blows that you couldn't dodge before? Can you take these punches that you couldn't take before? We've only seen Izzy, like, jaw tested one time, really, to me, honestly. When uh, that Gasoline. was Gaston. That was the last time we seen Izzy, like, get pushed to a point where it was like, I don't know what's going to happen for him besides like the young fight, but that wasn't really, a, he didn't really push Izzy. He just like smothered him basically. But yeah, he laid on him. So we haven't seen Izzy get pushed on his feet for a long time. So I'm really interested to see how this fight goes. There's going to be either like a, a one of those things that people are going to call boring as hell where I'm going to get off Twitter for the day because I'm not. The casuals, say, that's why I say I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. If you're a casual, the shit could be, you're going to say it's a snooze fest. You might want to turn it off at the Willie Zank fight, but... No, I disagree with that. Watch the fight, but... Watch under, it. Just understand that you might see some shit that you're not knowledgeable about. Yeah. Then you're going to start booing or think that it's boring, but really it's just two high-level mm-hmm. high fighters. Like, yeah. that's it's, what happens. I'll put it like this to a casual fan as well. It's very hard for a, str- a striker to pressure the opponent as opposed to like a wrestler. Because for a wrestler, you can pressure your opponent all day because, I mean, your gas tank is better. And you, and I, you smother you set up the And you can set up the take takedowns by mm-hmm. using strikes, whether or not you actually trying to hit them or not. By throwing certain strikes at different angles, you mm-hmm. create uh, angles for takedowns. Yep. So a lot of times guys like Habib and stuff, it's easy for them to dominate people because it's like you're so afraid of their takedown situation. Right. With Adesanya, I mean, other fighters are afraid of his stand-up. Like, we've seen guys freeze, but Alex Pereira is not going to freeze. So we'll get to see. It's going to be a good one to watch. I don't think it should be plus 180 for uh, per. I don't think it should have been that far away, but I understand what they're doing. But yeah, this is what we find out. What type of champion are you? Are you are you uh, Chris Weidman? Are you Anderson Silva? This is a big fight. That's all I feel about it at that point. It yes, sir, man. Night. Hell yeah, man. Y'all definitely enjoy that car Saturday night. November 12th, UFC 281. Headlined by Israel Adesanya and Alex Perea. Again, Brazil. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Shit cool, bro. Fucking, let's get into this shit, my guy. Yes, sir. Peace. Yeah. Peace.